0: Welcome to The Daily Cut, a podcast of Park Community Church. I'm Trevor Lovell, a pastor from our Near North location. Throughout this season, we wanted to create something consistent that would help add even a little sense of rhythm to life. And so to do that, we've altered our use of this podcast. And instead, we've been posting a short devotional every day. And so we hope you'll continue to join us and we'll enjoy listening. This is The Daily Cut, and I'm Trevor Lovell. All right. It's good to be with you all. Uh, once again, I hope you're faring well in this season coming up on the end of April, getting into the month of May here. And so I hope you enjoyed the episodes through Philippians. It was a pretty cool series. Um, I really enjoyed the time going through that. And today we're actually starting something new. This week we're going to be doing a little mini series called A Good Word for Me. Um, A good word for me, where everyone who's on this week is going to be sharing, not just from kind of some passage that they're assigned as we're going through a book, uh, but instead working from a passage that God has been using in their life during this season. The thought being that what we're going through this this season of life, it affects everyone, right? It, It hits all of us. They're really, there's not anybody who hasn't been affected, unless maybe you're way up in Alaska or something. But, uh, and I mean the deep parts of Alaska. But there's right, so there's basically no one who hasn't been affected by what we're going through. But it does hit us all differently. Right, we're, we're not all affected in the same way. It affects us all, but in different ways. And so some people are hating this season, right? They're in pain, they're struggling, and it's difficult, it's hard, it's not an easy thing. But other people, while there's hard aspects, they're, they're actually kind of loving this season, or at least they're loving certain pieces of it. And so knowing that that's the case, the hope is that if a passage has been helpful to one of us, if God has used it in our life, then there's a good chance that it'll, it'll be impactful for you as well. Uh, and as we have a, a good variety of people on this week that, uh, you know, hopefully whatever your circumstances are, there will be someone who, uh, you know, what God has been using in their life, that it'll resonate with you as well. And so that's the hope, that's the thought behind a good word for me. And I'm kicking us off with uh, coming out of Ecclesiastes chapter three, verses one through eight today. That is the passage, uh, that is a passage that's been really helpful to me in this season. And so... Um, Hopefully it will be for you as well. So here's what we're gonna do. I'll read it for us, then we'll unpack it a bit, and then I'll share about why it's been impactful for me or how it's been impactful. So that's where we're going today. So let's jump in. This is Ecclesiastes 3, uh, verses one to eight. For everything, there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die, a time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. Amen. Amen. So what's going on in this passage is that it's a wisdom poem that's been written into the larger work of Ecclesiastes, this book. And, and it really is, it's a beautiful poem in its language, and the way that it's written, and the repetition there of it's a, a time for this, a time for that. But it's also making an important point within the scope of wisdom literature, right? Because just a little later on in chapter, uh, a, little, a little later on in this chapter in verse 11, it says that God put eternity into our hearts that we long for something beyond this life. And basically that this passage is kind of introducing attention within that because it's saying that we're sort of trapped or imprisoned in a sense within time. We long for something beyond. There, eternity is in our hearts. God has put it there. But whatever it is that we long for, that thing beyond time, it's beyond our reach. We actually can't grasp it because time is the sea that we swim in. And for some reason we long for something else, but we can't escape time and the fact of our mortality within it. And that's the the larger overarching theme of the poem, right? that we're trapped in time. But within that, it also comments on the nature of time itself as mortals, what it's like for us to experience time and to go through it. Right? That time has these different seasons within it. It's not a continuous, never-changing stream, but there's this constant flux to it where different seasons come and go. And within them, there is change. Life looks different. Circumstances are different. We keep going through the patterns of the year but each one is slightly different and sometimes very different, right? And that's part of what it is to live in time. And honestly, I think that's part of what's so painful about it, about the mortality aspect of it, because certain seasons that we loved and enjoyed in life, once they're gone, right, they're gone forever. There isn't any going back. And so while the seasons change, they're filled with this sense of loss constantly. Even the good things that we experience and enjoy, right? once they're gone, they're they're gone. There isn't any going back. Right. And, and so whereas I've actually heard eternity in heaven described as having the same changes, right? The same, uh, the same kind of differentiation as we move through time, but without the loss and the pain that we feel in it because there's all of eternity. So you don't feel this pain, uh, when a good season is over. And so C.S. Lewis has written on that in some interesting ways. But, um, but anyways, bringing it back to the point, the reason this passage has been a good word for me in particular is because it's caused me to pause and to just reconsider my life, that there's a time for all of these different things. And I, and I feel like for me in this season, it's been a time to reconsider Right. Or our time to reflect, right. To just think and reflect on some things. And I think it's really easy as we flow from one season into the next in life to kind of form these rhythms and these structures about what we spend our time doing, what we're engaged in. And, uh, in some ways, they can kind of turn into ruts, right. That, that we're engaged in the same things from one season to the next constantly. Right. Or there are certain things in life that we take to be so important. And then a season like this one comes along and it puts everything into perspective. And so for me, this has been a season of reconsideration, right? When this season is over, whatever life looks like then, or and even now in the midst of it, what do I want my life to look like, right? What are the important pieces that I want my life to be structured around? I feel like this has been a season to to reconsider some of those things, right? And even going about that reflection in terms of contrast, what did I think was important two months ago that now I can clearly see wasn't? right? What did I think was important two months ago that now I can clearly see wasn't, right? And also, what was I neglecting two months ago that now I can see is incredibly important, right? What was I neglecting just two months ago that now I can see is incredibly important, What have I learned in terms of priorities in this season? Like, for example, I I worked out a little bit before, right? Exercise has always kind of been a part of my life, but but really, um, it hadn't been something that I stressed all that much, that I put that much time into. It was kind of just trying to keep up the bare minimum and really not even doing that most of the time. But now, now I'm getting all kinds of exercise because if I want a little time to myself, uh, the only way to do it is to go for a run. Right. And so I'm, I'm healthier now actually than I've been, um, maybe for the past couple of years. And that's something that I want to hold on to when this season is over. Right. And so that's one of them. Another thing, my wife and I, we have two kids, a daughter and then a younger son. And we've spent so much time together as a family in this season that I feel like I've gotten to know my son in a way that I didn't before. Right. I feel like I've learned things about him and about who he is that I just didn't know before. Right. And that's something that I'm thankful for. Another example, kind of in the family categories, there's a texting chain that started when all this happened between my dad and my brothers. We didn't talk a whole lot before collectively, but now now we text all the time, and that's been great. And that's something that we didn't have before that I hope doesn't go away when all this is over. I hope that that stays And so for me, this has been a season, it's been a great season to reconsider some of those things, to reconsider priorities and what I want to make time for. And I'm hoping that whenever this season is over, whatever life looks like then, that these will be some some lessons learned that that we'll hang on to. And that we won't just go back to exactly how things were before, but that there will be changes we make and that we hold to for the better. And so for me, I've seen this season as a time of reconsideration, reconsidering priorities, reconsidering what's important in life and then restructuring life around that. And so the question is, what's that for you? When this season is over or even now in the midst of it, what will be different? How will your life be better? Thanks for listening today. I hope you're doing well. We'll be back tomorrow with another short devotional. So stay tuned.